and thank you for listening to episode 36 of 60 Minutes With. I'm Dave, and in this episode I'm going to be joined by Tina as we chat with an award-winning actress whose career so far has not only greatly entertained us, but also given her the opportunity to amass a load of fantastic stories that you're going to hear about. So please sit back, relax, and get comfortable as we spend, and regular listeners will probably be aware of this already, a little bit over 60 Minutes with Kate Dickey. Right, first of all, obviously, Kate, thank you so much for joining uh, myself and Tina this evening. It's, not, it's I, We're so looking forward to it. Uh, Tina, you've been shaking in excitement. You? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tina, you know, I am so grateful you asked me to come on. And I, and I was talking to Tina a wee bit earlier and just saying that Tina had got in touch with me on Twitter and I happened to be going to the Wales Comic Con a couple of weeks later and Tina was passing by there and it was like she appeared in front of me and I just felt I'd known you for, and I think I flung myself into your arms and got a right oh. good hug, didn't I? So oh, can we be best we... friends, Kate? <laughs> <laughs> you can be my friend, for sure. Oh, thanks. Oh, I'm so mean. <laughs> you give a great cuddle, and I'm always up for a good cuddler, let me oh, tell you. I... Yeah. I love my cuddles. Well, as well, she's us Celts have got to stick together, haven't we? See, that's it. We're not always like angry and fighting. We like our cuddles and we like our <laughs> yeah. contact. Well, it's, it's a cutch in Welsh. Have you heard it's that? It's a what? A cutch. It's called a, 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 a cutch. Yeah. I like that. A cutch. Yeah. I might be going around Glasgow asking for cutches. And yeah. <laughs> and what is it? <laughs> You, you had a cutch and a sus as well, didn't you? Yeah, we had a sus as well. Sus is a kiss. Is it a cutch yeah. and a sus? sus <gasps> right, yeah. there we are. See, I love, I am obsessed with language. I love <laughs> learning new words. And I'm also really big on the Scottish language. And I'm always, like, teaching my daughter, like, Scots <laughs> words. And then whenever anyone says it's slang, I'm like, it's not slang, it's our language. <laughs> well, it is, isn't it? It is, it yeah. is, and I love the I love the words that you <clears> get with all different languages and the sort of little shortcuts and and the and the and the rhythms and things. Mm. I love it. And sometimes my partner doesn't believe me when I say words, and we have to phone my stepmom and I have to say, "Tell him, <laughs> tell him it's a real word," because he's just like, "No, you're just making that up now. That's just nonsense." I'm like, "No, you've not been taught your proper language." <laughs> so. You can imagine we will be having haggis on Wednesday. Oh, yes. Which is just about to come up. Mm. And we do a little wee recital. I do a very quick one, um, or we'll be there all night, but I do a wee quick ode to the haggis or whatever it is. It's not ode to the haggis, actually, but... We do a little thing, and I have my veggie haggis because I'm veggie, and they have their oh, real yeah. haggis. Yeah. Oh, so, yes. Yeah, so that's my. I love language. I love that cutch and sus. I might. I might <laughs> sussing and cutching to parts content from now on. <laughs> well, that was that was the third um, comic con we'd been to in Wrexham. Uh, oh, and, is it? Uh, in all honesty, Kate, we've, we've in all of the three that we've been to, I have never seen Tina so excited as when she saw you. <laughs> So nice. I hope I wasn't a horrible disappointment. No, I t- shut up, Dave. She's gonna think I'm a, a stalker. <laughs> does it does it freak you out though? Um, you know, if if you if you meet people like me, <laughs> and they're a bit like, well, I don't think I was over the top, but I was very excited to meet you. And I suppose it's different because it wasn't the Game of Thrones thing with me. It was everything else that you've been in. 
Yes, I found it with never before then, but with Game of Thrones, I do find, I think, I think it's just become, it's such a big phenomenon, Game mm. of Thrones, and it's become so loved and such a kind of part of people's culture almost now that I think it yeah. does overwhelm people. But um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, I do find that, I do find that um, some, especially like, like young, kind of younger girls and things that are just yeah. like, love the show and um, are so excited to meet anyone off it. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, are just overexcited or want to cuddle you or, you know, <laughs> just have a chat and stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, I mean, I can get like that with people as well. So I do, you know, I do understand that when you're, you know, mm. starstruck. In fact, I was drooling all over poor Tom Courtney. I went to the Dinard <laughs> Film Festival with Couple in a Hole and um, oh, I saw 45 Years, oh, which is it's just... It's so amazing, isn't it? Isn't it amazing? Oh, God. I, I loved that film yeah. so much and was yeah. absolutely mesmerised by Charlotte Rampling and Tom Courtney mm. and I thought it was beautifully written and shot yeah. and directed. So then I met Tom the the morning after and honestly I literally drooled down the front of his shirt <laughs> and I was like, You're amazing. You know, I really so you know, I get yeah. like that. So I do yeah. get it. It's just I just kinda think, Oh, don't be like that with me, because I'm so ordinary. There's, there's <laughs> there's no need. I'm gonna, you know, you're gonna I'm I'm just gonna yeah. But yeah, it's kind of, um, it's unusual, but I do understand that, you know, because yeah. I can get like that myself. So yeah. I just yeah. try and be as kind as possible. And um, you are very nice. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. As, as we can attest to. Has the, has the, has the <laughs> I'm ref- not, honestly. Can I just <laughs> say to your listeners, I have not passed any money into their hands. <laughs> There has been no bribes, no monetary things going on here. This is <laughs> no. Um, yeah, well, that's very kind of you. Thank you. No, that's fine. Has, <clears throat> has there ever been a point um, in, in, in any time in your career where you've maybe been uh, even a little bit scared because fans have been a little bit too forward with you? or? Um, I, I, no, I don't think I've ever been in a situation where I've been scared as such. I did, where was I, where I kind of got passed between the sort of very enthusiastic drunk guys at one point <laughs> who were all kind of wanting photos and I kind of got passed around the circle kind of like, <laughs> you know, like a kind of teddy bear kind of, you know, but not 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 scared as such. No, I, I, I don't, um, I've not experienced anything like that, you know, like being mobbed or anything. No, no, that doesn't happen to me. It was just more amusing and I just thought, I'll just, get past around. I think that's the easiest thing to do is just go with the flow and and um you know take it with a pinch of salt really um, yeah but yeah no I haven't I, I you know I haven't experienced that and that would be tough that would be hard I always remember um I think it's when Sienna Miller was going through you know when the the yeah. press were really hounding her years back and I remember, always remember, and it stuck with me, her saying, you know, what's the difference of me being on my own and being chased down the street by 10 men? Why is it different? Because they're holding cameras, you know? Mm. And I always thought, oh, you know, that is awful yeah. and intimidating and, you know, things like that. It would be really tough, I think, um, to deal with. Um, 
But I, I don't experience that, no. I've, no, I don't experience things like that, well, I know so I'm lucky that way. Dave didn't really want to start talking about um, Game of Thrones and I and I didn't either, but we've already started yeah, yeah. to talk about yeah. it now. <laughs> yeah, come on. But I can, <laughs> I can imagine that uh, that some people, be, because of the character that you play in it, um, of Lysa, she's uh-huh. very unpredictable, yeah, and really lovely and really evil and scary at the same time. Yeah, she? she is scary. So... She is a scary person because she's so, as you see, it's an unpredictability. <clears throat> And and what what the thing with Liza as well is she's really not well, you know. She's mm. ill as well. She, yeah. you know, if anyone knows the books, yeah. she's had a lot of you know miscarriages mm. and stillbirths. Then she got pregnant by um, <clears throat> Little Finger. She was made to have, you know, an abortion by her father. Married off to John Aaron, who was a lot old. He was an old man compared mm. to her, and she was in love with Littlefinger all her life. And through those also our, our losing her children and, and her miscarriages, she it pushed her over the edge. So by the time she had Robin, she, you know, that's why the way she mothered someone, that's how I interpreted it, was someone mm. that couldn't let go of him that way and was still breastfeeding and still treating him like a baby you know yeah. and, and really very unstable so she was a great character to play because a lot of the time or, or most of the time as an actor you're, you're hiding your feelings as a character you're mm. sitting in things or you don't show what you're feeling or you're saying opposite but with Liza oh my goodness whatever <laughs> she felt it was out there and it yeah. was so extreme it was like she was so extreme and everything every emotion was so highly yeah. <laughs> strong and um what what a great experience to get to play that yeah I, it was I a can fun imagine. balance that you know to <laughs> yeah. walk though because I didn't want I, I, I did want her to have lots of these things in her and you didn't necessarily know about all her pains from the past you know but I wanted to carry them in me and that made her become who she was you know mm. for me and how I sort of interpreted her as such um well it it does come across um because i i've i've read all the books and i have yeah i'm really i've not read them all but i read when i took the part on i wanted to understand Mm. where she'd come from and i thought it would be helpful to go back and i I, Mm. being someone who'd never really read a lot of fantasy or that wow the the books are amazing they are aren't they so unputable down once you get oh, into yeah. them and so you're like how did he manage to make up these worlds because it's like so medieval dallas isn't it really oh, yeah. everybody's <laughs> shagging each other everybody and that that's the thing oh, about your yeah. character as well and i think that if you know another another actress could have played i wouldn't have given her the character that you have, because I think even though she's sort of widely disliked and seen as like, oh, this evil woman, you mm, can see mm. how pained you are playing oh. her 
And the last scene where, well, I'm, I'm spoilers here, you know, when, when little yeah, thing pushes yeah, you yeah, down the moon yeah. door, oh, gosh, your yeah, face just... is just, you. that last scene is, oh, you just love Liza. it so much. I know. Yeah, exactly. But then I'm saying poor Liza, you know, minutes before I had Sansa by the neck and, you know, yeah. was trying she to... She deserves it, though. She's such a oh, bitch, isn't she? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, I mean... Yeah, it's interesting. She she was a fabulous character to play. And I tell you what a wonderful, wonderful um, family almost to belong to because everyone involved were lovely. And, yeah. and although it was a massive, massive show, it was a really personal time when you were there, you know. Really? And, That's surprising, oh, actually. The most amazing people work behind the scenes in that. Yeah. The crew, the I mean the highest quality in every department and you know what a a a, a joy to to yeah. to work with people who are at the top of their their craft you know did you, did you film all that in ireland then i did now Liza, yeah. i was in the the paint hall at, at, at in Belfast oh I oh, love right. Belfast so yeah. much it's a fantastic city yeah. and it, you know people were going off to Croatia or Morocco and I'd be waving them off but no Liza <laughs> didn't go anywhere you no. know so but Belfast is brilliant and yeah. I really enjoy I, I worked there quite a bit actually over the years for different mm -hmm. things and uh, I really love that city yeah. It's like home from home, for, coming it? from Glasgow to Belfast. Yeah. In fact, it's only 15 minutes on the plane, so or half Is an it? hour or wow. something. But you're only in the air for 10 minutes. So the first time I went on, I sat at the very back of the plane and, you know, she got up to me. I said, oh, I'd love a coffee. I literally just put the coffee to my lips and went, and we're starting our descent. If you could put up your and then I was like, oh, and I kind of obviously looked quite bewildered. And she said, oh, you're all right, because I was like, I just got it. It was the quickest flight I've ever been in my life, so it's brilliant. You just go straight into the, you know, the 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 city airport, and then yeah. ten minutes later you're in the city. It's great. I love it. Oh, so shame yes, you never Liza. got to go to Croatia. Oh, then and, God, yeah. I'd love to go to yeah. Croatia. It's a, a country I would really like to visit, mm -hmm. and Morocco as well, yeah. and the different places I mean their, their sets are amazing you step in a set and you really are on those sets mm -hmm. there's you know not a lot CGI'd and stuff they're incredible well are you going to give us a scoop now and tell us that um that Jon Snow is going to come back somehow <laughs> and that you oh, are yeah. as well you know what? I wish I could give you a scoop I don't have any scoops apart from ice cream in my face <laughs> that's the only scoop you'll be getting from me but um I'm as on tender hooks about what's going to happen as everyone else yeah. and do you know what I'm thinking is interesting the next season will be the first season that everyone watches yeah. it not knowing what's not going to happen yeah which is the first in the whole you know and I thought this is going to be interesting there's all all everyone's not in the you know knowing what's happening there's no so yeah I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to happen mm. with all the storylines, um, and what I love about it as well is, I, I mean, I think I think when everyone really did stop and go, oh, this is different, is when Ned got killed in the yeah. first series, yeah. and everyone goes, but you, he's a hero. You don't, <laughs> you yeah. don't kill off the heroes. Yeah. You don't kill off the leads. And I think that's when it just people went, oh, this is something different, actually. You know. Mm -hmm. um, 
and a and and the and the depth of the characters and the storylines. Nothing's rushed, you know. Storylines yeah. will go over yeah. weeks and weeks or over series, and I love that. Really, well, this is going up right over Dave's head now. Because is Dave, it? Dave doesn't watch TV. Oh, you don't? Well, no, I oh, you don't watch TV? Well, I do. I watched the first three and a half series of Game of Thrones. Well, that's a lot. That, that's for, me, for me, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's three quarters would, of the way through. Yeah, I would like to ask, though, because you brought up a few interesting points there. When you're given a script, um, uh-huh. as far as like fleshing out the character when you read the script... Uh, mm-hmm. Have you any sort of like particular process that you go through that you create a backstory to this character, or you know what do you do when you're given the script? Yeah, I do. I mean, it depends. Like with, with Liza, obviously, I went back to the books and and looked at her past that way because it was you know her past was written down. But for characters that don't exist in books, like a new character. I do have a process. The process I've realised I've done, it's kind of developed over the years. But I, I, the first thing I'll do is I'll, I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll write down loads and loads of questions I have no answers for in the beginning. That any question that comes up to me about why this or, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, anything at all, I'll write down. And I keep asking questions and slowly answers will come or an answer will come it might not be the right one but it gives me a little path to maybe explore and I I like to know the background of my characters I write out backgrounds for them as well um not that anyone sees them or sometimes they might not be right but I do like to try and create a background because it's difficult for me and everyone works differently but for me anyway to try and explore depths of a character if they only exist in those pages that you've got I find hard because I kind of need to know why they're at that point that you've happened to you know I always think I'll always love films and things or books that you think we just happen to have stepped in at this point in their lives but Mm -hmm. who were they 10 years ago or who were they 15 years ago or who are they going to be, maybe? And, you know, and I find those mm. questions really interesting. So, yeah, I've got a kind of process I do. I like, I use a lot of music as well. Um, mm. I, I look at paintings and photos and I like looking at street photography and just seeing if I spot things. I yeah. don't know what. And it's not necessarily going, oh, there she is. That's who I want to be. It's just more feelings I get from things. Yeah from images or like for a while I think for for those in peril which was a movie I did of um Paul Wrights and it's a drama set in a fishing village up in Scotland and it's about a a woman and a boy a woman and her son basically it's about her son basically George Mackay do you know the actor George Mackay young actor he's probably Oh, he's amazing. He's amazing. Um, if you don't know him, I'd really recommend looking at any of his films. Yeah. Um, he's incredible. He was in Sunshine and Leith as well. Oh, I probably do know him then. Yeah, you will. You'll know who he is if you look at him. Well, he plays the son of um, me. And basically the story's about a fishing boat that goes out to sea and of the seven men that go out only one comes back and the rest drown mm. and the one that comes back is George Mackay's character 
and um, the other brother, the mother's son's lost. So it's a, a, a amazing film, a lovely film by this great director writer called Paul Wright. He's amazing. Um, and it's about grief and it's about mental health and it's about love and, and family and things. Anyway, I, as I said, a yap. So you're long, my No, mom. we'll have to look out <laughs> for that. Yeah, yeah, we'll have yeah, to look out for that one. My long answer is for her anyway. I got really into uh, Picasso's Blue Women, you know, those oh, yeah, paintings. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I printed off some of them and I would look at them. There was a, a loneliness about them and a kind mm -hmm. of stillness and a real... The kind of, there was a loneliness about those images I really liked. And I had other things as well, photos of lots of other things. So, yeah, I use quite a lot to build my characters um, in those ways at home. Is that something you've always done since you first started? Um, then? No, I mean, in Red Road, I had absolutely no clue what I was doing, really. <laughs> so uh, I was very lucky to have Andrea Arnold, who, you know... Uh, it was so amazing to work with mm. and, and taught me a lot. And um, it's kind of just come about, I think. I did things like that for theatre. So I did theatre for 10, 15 years before I really get into screen. Mm. Yeah. And um, so I found the film difficult because I was so used to starting a story at the beginning and working your way through, mm. rehearsing it, and then, do, you know, acting it from the beginning to the end. And suddenly you're doing filming where you could be doing the last... Well, at Red Road, it did happen. We filmed the very last scene. was the very first scene we filmed. Really? So, wow, uh -huh. that's, and that's tough. Can, that can be tough because yeah. you don't have the sort of... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? You don't have the kind of baggage from the journey to carry mm. with you. So for me, it's more... Uh, I would struggle, I think, to to bring depth, I think, if I didn't do backgrounds and write things mm -hmm. because you film out a sequence and stuff like that. Another thing I do as well is I take my scenes out of the script and I'll mm. write them out in order just to see where my through line is without, you know... You know, if you're maybe you 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 maybe in you know the beginning, and then you maybe don't appear, you know, till later yeah. on, and so I'll put them together, and I'll think, well, where have I been, and what could I have been doing, and just things like that. That's yeah. what I kind of do. Yeah. I think well, that, yeah. the film that you made with Andrea Arnold was your first film, and Andrea's first yeah. film as a director as well, wasn't it? It was. I think it's. Um, I think that, that that's what attracts me to you more than anything, Kate. Aww. Knowing, having seen that film years ago, and mm -hmm. it's got to be one of the best films I've ever seen. Oh, as wow. far as, um, you know how people talk about the relationship in Don't Look Now, Nicholas Rogue's yes. film, yes. and the sex yeah. scene in Don't yeah. Look Now is supposed yeah. to be the most natural one. And I'm going to talk about your sex scene now. <laughs> you go um, for it, Tina. Go for it. I'm going to. So we're all right. Well, well I, think, I may you know, have to take my jumper off when I get too hot <laughs> from embarrassment, but don't worry. No, no, I'm it's, happy to talk about that. Don't worry. Uh, well, no, that that's one thing that I that I really admire you for because oh. you you're nude in quite a lot of your films. Yeah. But having said that. None of them are for titillation. I don't. I think. Well, I suppose mm. 
in filth it is a little bit titillating but absolutely necessary yeah yes. the film but but red road i think is the most profound film that i just wish more people could see it Oh. And I, it's one of those films that I always go on about. You know, have you seen Red Road? Oh my God, you should watch that. It's because Tony oh. Curran is is amazing. Oh, Tony's—he is incredible in it, isn't he? He's, He's just fantastic. Incredible. But you are just a relevant, a revelation. Oh. Even so, I'm getting tongue tied now. But it's, you know, um, yeah, she was she was such an incredible person to be given to to play. Oh. And and there were I just I don't know what it is about scripts. It's hard to explain what you like about scripts. For me, it's just an instinct thing. And sometimes you just read something and you go, Oh God, I have to, not mm-hmm. I have to, because you know, but I really want to look after this cat. I want to yeah. give them a voice. I want to explore their world. And mm-hmm. Red Road was uh, she was just an amazing character to explore and to play because. I like the same, the rawness of, of Andrea's writing and the, yeah. and the truthfulness and the yeah. things never done for anything but for truthful. And I mm-hmm. know at the time, you know, and I remember people saying, would, you know, would a woman really do that? And I thought, yeah. what do you know what a woman would yeah. or anybody would do? <laughs> yeah. In those yeah. circumstances where you've lost, she lost everything she loved and mm-hmm. had been living and literally, like, she was numb. Yeah. And the only way, it's such an interesting thing what she did as well, because the only way Jackie could be part of life was to be, th- she wanted to help and she wanted to be part of life, but it had to be through a s- screen, you know? She couldn't, mm, yeah. she'd shut herself off so much from the world. And something about meeting Clyde mm. and him being the last person to have set eyes on her husband and child and he mm. did kill them yeah. he was the last person to see them and there was it was like an animalistic something mm. in her you know and it became this terribly destructive obsession of wanting to be close to him because he was but at the same time repulsed by him and wanting to punish mm. him and yeah. she kind of set out for revenge with this sex scene and was never expecting to have was, an I orgasm, well, I that's remember for sure, you watching know. it for the first time I saw it and I found it really shocking, but mm-hmm. not in a bad way, not in a way mm-hmm. that made me think I really don't want to watch this, but yeah. it's such a powerful story. And then the way that the story concludes as well, that with that yeah. redemptive feel, yeah. I think a lot of stuff I've read about it you know, a lot of people sort of think that it's it's a bit depressing, and I think it's really uplifting because oh, of the end of it. Yeah, I do, I do. But it's a really uplifting end, and I, I know I say really uplifting, but for the from where she came from and that you know where she was at, there was such a hopeful end for mm. her. You know, she was reconnecting again with the yeah. world, and she was starting to feel again you know mm. like have real feelings again and 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 she she managed to get some kind of resolve it wasn't perfect but that's mm. why it works because yeah. life isn't perfect yeah and and you know and Clyde at the end oh and Tony was amazing you know he I thought Tony was 
incredible. It's shown yes. Clyde's vulnerability. I mean, yeah. what what I also thought is interesting about the movie is you start off and you know you think that Clyde's going to be the kind of one that you mm. should be wary of and that, but it's me, it's Jackie mm. that's acting completely out of control and you know yeah and 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 and, and the sex scene it's Clyde that's left vulnerable you know I get up I'm not staying you know I I Mm -hmm. won't look at him I'm out the door and he's left vulnerable and and what's it like when you have to film a sex scene like that because I mean that sex scene's vastly different from the one with James McAvoy, you've got to shag some amazing blokes in these films, <laughs> haven't you, Kate? No, I don't think about it that way. Oh, no, no, no. I, I mean, God, you know, come way. on, I, you shag I'm Tony so Kelly. Like... He's so hot, isn't he? James <laughs> McAvoy, he's really hot. I'm trying to think, who else have you oh shagged in films? Oh, God. Um, oh, yeah. God. Who well, James McAvoy's got to be like, you know, but do oh, you... you know, I, I I look at them so business. I don't mean business yeah. like that sounds strange, yeah. but I, I the way I cope, the way I deal with them. This is this is it basically. Mm. Is if I if I take on a character, I have to take them on a hundred percent, and I have to go where they go. I have to go mm. in their journey, and I, there's no point then in, in taking them on and then not. Being, mm. it's not not that's the wrong word but not being willing enough to go the whole hog yeah you you know that if it's if it's right for the script I mean I've turned mm. down you know a lot of other stuff that I felt isn't necessary for the script or isn't maybe is put there for the wrong you know yeah but for yeah. The, the times I have done nudity or sex scenes for me they've been an important part of the script mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and actually I don't feel if if they're not as vulnerable as say when you're having to maybe be very vulnerable on screen and touch into very vulnerable emotions not even about crying but just making yourself vulnerable Mm. so I kind of deal with it that way I just think you know what it's just another day at work it's another scene it's another part of our Mm. life that you you're playing and and the less fuss you make, the easier it is in everyone around. And I don't mean the less fuss, that sounds wrong, but the less <laughs> I like, I just say to people, can we just treat it like any other scene? I know there's closed sets and obviously, you know, respect mm. and that, but I don't want it being made into anything bigger than it is because... Mm. You know, it's it's difficult for the guy. It's difficult for the crew. It's difficult for everyone around, yeah, and it's not yeah. comfortable. But you've got a job to do, yeah. And your job, and part of that is that. So I kind of just quite matter of fact about it. Believe you me, I'm blushing like mad, and I'm so lucky. <laughs> Sorry. I don't change colour when I blush. This is my. This is. <laughs> wonderful thing that I don't know how it's happened but I when I blush you don't know because I don't change color so I can be absolutely mortified and no one will know so that's fantastic (laughs) and you know I must say in anything I've ever done with that the respect and dignity and you know it's all about angles the scene, what shots are doing. There's no one ever standing about being titillated or anything like that. Everyone's just wanting to get on and get the job done and and make it as good a scene as possible. And for Red Road, luckily, Mm. Tony and I went to college together. We were at drama school together. We were in different courses, but I knew him and we actually toured our first 
professional play together around prisons, yeah. actually. Oh, gosh. So we, we had a friendship of old, so we did very little chatting about that scene as well. Um, did you make we it met... harder because you were friends then? Well, we weren't like pals that saw each other every day. Tony, yeah. when he'd moved to London, I think, then he was already living in LA. So I hadn't seen him for a while. But what it did give us was we already knew we could trust each other. Yeah. I knew Tony as, as a part, you know, someone that I knew was a really trustworthy character. And that yeah, if yeah. we had to go as far as we were going, he would, I knew and he would be amazing. And we just kind of made a pact the only way to do this is to go for it and give it mm-hmm. the respect and the and the f- what it really deserves, mm-hmm. or it's you know it's there's no point. And uh, we ended up having a real giggle. We really yeah. did. And actually, yeah, it's at one so point, serious, isn't it? And and by the way, is. I'll just mention to to anybody listening to this who mm-hmm. who may think that um you know that. that the reason I'm talking about your sex scene in this particular <laughs> film, the the reason I am talking about it is because it it's again bringing up "Don't Look Now" is supposed to be the most natural and beautiful mm-hmm. sex scene. I think it's rubbish. I think the sex scene in Red Road is the best sex scene for be, for being realistic and having uh. real feeling in it. And well, just being that means real, a lot. yeah, yeah it's, not, uh, not being airbrushed or yeah, you know, it's, it's really touching. It, it was filmed in real time, and that's another yeah. thing. There's no kind of yeah. well, I'm obviously there must be edits and that, but it, we did, you know, from beginning to end, mm. it, it was filmed as it was, and and. Tony, I mean, it, yeah, it was. I mean, we were we were kind of diving under covers to embarrass at first, but we we were at that for a, we were at it for a few hours. So Ooh. by the time, <laughs> were you poor thing being at it with Tony? How long were we at it for with James McAvoy? I mean, I, I, as fantasies go, you know, straddling uh, James McAvoy and strangling <laughs> him at the same time's got to be. Oh, no, stop it, because I would see, I just, you just go in and you're kind of more thinking, honestly, you're thinking more like, right, the angle, we need to do this. And and what a gentleman James McAvoy is, an absolute dream to oh, work with. Oh, that's so disappointing. And, I'm so no, 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 honestly, because if you're doing sex scenes, no, yeah. you want gentlemen, you want, yeah, you know... And and he's he's wonderful, and you know that was a a a very different type of sex scene, yeah, very light. Well, you know, it's, absolutely. That was you know it's in the book again. It was necessary. It was yeah. you know yeah. a yeah. totally different feel, and I loved playing her because their yeah. roles reversed. You know, at the beginning yeah. she was like, oh, I love you know, and by the mm. end, you know, she really turned. Yeah, and um, yeah. you know. She, I loved playing her, and yeah, that was it. We, you know, you just have to, you just get on with it, and 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 yeah. But you know what was, um, and Tony and I, as serious as it was, we ended up having a giggle because obviously mm. you do use modesty pads and different things mm-hmm. to, yeah, you know, yeah, give yourself a little bit of a, you know, um, cover. And at one <laughs> point, anyway, at one point. And and you're not allowed to show erections and stuff in screen, yeah. so there's yeah. prosthetics and different things used. So we had to work out different, you know, the mm. logistics of things. Yeah. And, um, yeah. At one point, and we were so we were let me think. So we were naked. No, wait a minute, we weren't naked. At that point, I got the clothes on. That's what it was. So the clothes were on, 
and we were to get naked. Yeah. And then Tony was like, hang on a minute, I can't find my modesty pad. I can't find my modesty pad. And we looked around the room. And, <laughs> and then he said, oh, fuck it, forget it. Come on, let's just get on. After. We'll just get on. So I, I pulled down my trousers to get on with the thing. And there was his modesty pad stuck to the back of my calves. <laughs> I was like, found it. So then... So you, you you know you can find ways of of um, yeah. of just lightening it you know and and it was a really close set for Red Road. We literally had Andrea and our DOP in the room, and at one point um, one of the electricians came in just to work the lamp, and that was it. There was no monitors, there was no crew, and Andrea did continuity and, and and was you know with us every step of the way and it just became about the scene and you really get past all that you know mm-hmm. well, and I want to make a good won, scene you won a BAFTA for that as well I did I did I won a BAFTA Scotland for yes. that um very which well was deserved. yeah well done oh well yeah. thank you very much yeah Red Road it kind of gathered a, a kind of life of its own you know around film festivals mm. and it was wonderful um really wonderful film to be part of and and what a as I said, a joy to work with Andrew Arnold, who's just yeah. an incredible director and writer. Well, so haven't you worked with some amazing people? Oh, yeah. uh, I know. Shane Meadows, <gasps> Shane. Ridley Scott. I know, Ridley. Oh, <laughs> Do you want to talk no, about no, Shane no. first? Before, uh, before we get onto that, but like, oh. because I want to keep going, because you reprised the character of Jackie in Donkeys. In two thousand, oh, in two thousand and ten. You know, oh, I'm so pleased you know about this because yeah. What's, yeah. It, what's, what's it like when you have to revisit a character? You know, as as an actor, what's it like when you you know you well, you, you've played this character once and then you're going on to a sequel? What's it like? You know, well, it, but the thing was, it wasn't. And this was a really interesting thing. This it wasn't a sequel because originally Red Road was part of a trilogy, mm-hmm. which didn't quite happen, but. It was kind of there was rules like a bit like dogma attached to it. You see, mm. so there was eight, I think eight or nine characters created by oh gosh, Loni Sherfig, I think, and basically the three directors were given these eight characters, and these eight characters had a little paragraph written about them, and each director writer could take took the cat and write a film about them with all the characters had to appear at least once so andrea um her script was up first and her lead character was jackie so then morag mckinnon's one was next so she made a film with the same characters but you could make all the relationships different mm. you know as long as the mm. character even passed in a bus that was fine so then the script came about Alfred. Now in Red Road, Alfred was my father-in-law. Oh, the yeah, you know, the yeah. father-in-law and the mother-in-law. Yeah, uh, yeah. And and so in in Donkeys, he became the lead and I became his daughter. So oh. I became the daughter of Alfred, and basically Donkeys is about a man who's dying and he wants to reconnect with his estranged daughter. They they've fallen out because he phoned drunk in the early hours of the morning, needing a lift home, and my husband went to collect him, and my husband got killed in a car accident mm. on the way 
back from taking him home. So I blamed my father and stopped speaking to him. And this is him coming back. And uh, have you seen Donkeys? I I haven't seen it. And it's really I, worth a look. We've ordered it oh, and it hasn't right. come. I think <laughs> you are going to love it. Do you know what it is? It's a really black comedy. Yeah. Completely different from Red Road. And it's a beautiful story about, I mean, James Cosmo plays Alfred in this one yeah. and him and Brian Pettifer, a wonderful Scottish actor, mm. plays his best friend and it's about them. It's like a love story between yeah. two best friends and um, it, it, their performances are beautiful. Mm. But you, it's one of those films, and I love them, I love them, where you're howling a laughter one minute and then suddenly you're, you're, you're crying or you're feeling <laughs> bloody awful because you're like, oh, how, did I, how, how did I have been laughing? You know what I, mean? like, I, I don't know. Oh, there's lots of things that make me do that, that you're laughing one minute and then you're like, oh, I feel so bad. So Donkeys <laughs> does that for me. And, and James Cosmo and Brian, every time, I see that movie, I, I just cry at it because yeah. the friendship's beautiful in it. Yeah. So, yeah, so that was interesting. So it was like revisiting a Jackie, but this Jackie lives in a different life and this Jackie's mm. still got her daughter alive. Mm -hmm. Oh! So she, you know, so they could use little bits from your, um, the, 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 wee paragraphs about the characters you could use any bits you wanted or leave bits out you know so I ended up just approaching it like a new character because mm. it wasn't a sequel you know she was a new Jackie and there was lots of little similarities about her oh. but yeah she she wasn't as unhappy because her child was still alive and I mm. think that was the the difference with Jackie and Red Road is you know her her daughter died as well mm. as her husband and she yeah. just couldn't get over that. She just mm. couldn't get over it. And also you hear in Red Road as it goes on that she bangs in the bus and shouts at, you know, mm. at Clyde, you know, I shouted at her before mm. she left yeah. and told her to get yeah. out of my sight. It was the last words I said to her, you know, so she's carried this terrible guilt yeah, of having yeah. shouted at them, get out of my sight, you know, they've went out and then they've died. And um, mm. so she blames herself for so much in Red Road. Um, in Donkeys, Jackie blames Alfred, you know. Mm. And um, so there's, it'll be interesting. Oh, I'm looking forward to seeing what you hear. Yeah, yeah, I'll let you know what we think of it. Definitely. Yeah. Do, yeah. Yeah. do. And Martin Combs is in it again. Yeah. Playing a guy called Stephen Martin Compson's in Red Road is Clyde's best friend yeah. who comes yeah. and gets me in the bed and stuff. He's a great actor. Mm. He was in, um, you know, he started off in Ken Loach's Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. yeah. And um, he's yeah. in Donkeys as well. Um, and yeah, it's interesting. Me and his relationship is very different in Donkeys, and that's all I'm saying. <laughs> that is all I'm oh, saying. Okay. <laughs> Well, Tina mentioned as well about the, the, the uh, directors that you've worked with. And just, mm. just to give you a heads up, Tina's all-time favourite movie is Blade Runner. Oh. <laughs> Directed, of course, by Ridley oh, Scott. By um, Ridley. So mm. earlier on today, we revisited Prometheus as well. Did you? We did, did you? yeah. We, oh. um, and we were, we were watching that. What was it like being in that? And, and please tell us any stories of you know working with 
Ridley oh. Scott and and the very idea were you a fan of like the alien movies going into oh, it? Oh gosh, yeah, I was a massive fan of Ridley Scott, massive film and Louise and <sighs> Gladiator and I mean so many of these movies, Alien obviously, fantastic movie, Blade Runner. I mean. Mm-hmm. You could you could go on forever. I think Ridley's a, an amazing man, and um, having the chance to work with him was beyond anything I'd ever mm. thought would be possible. And um, and working with the cast that I did, the most loveliest, wonderful cast, talented people, and and yeah, it was it was quite. I couldn't quite believe it at first. I honestly thought they maybe made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, because it just seemed, you know, that way. I just didn't yeah. quite. And I kept thinking, I'm sure someone's going to notice me soon. I'd be like, <laughs> who are you and why are you here? You know, it was a great experience. I He was wonderful to, to work with and... You know, Ridley was an artist and is an artist and his storyboards are like works of art and mm-hmm. he's really lovely to talk to and we, we had a great time making Prometheus. It was great. I really enjoyed myself in that movie. Really did. It was lovely. I think you're still alive as well. Yeah. Oh, don't. Yeah, we do. We <laughs> watched it. We watched a it earlier. wave of a finger or something. No, I don't think Ford did. I think Ford was too wimpy. She just stood and quivered. <laughs> Couldn't even breathe, I know, and then was kind of swatted. Yeah, he, just, he yeah. does just spot you're yeah. still you're on that spaceship. You are. You, you're in the sequel. You are in the sequel. <laughs> That'd be so cruel, wouldn't it? But, oh, it was great fun. It was really great fun to work in it, and and the sets were incredible. Oh. Really did incredible. Did you pinch anything? Did I pinch anything? You did. No, I don't pinch nothing from any of my sets. Oh, for God's sake, you you worked on Prometheus and you didn't even pinch your helmet. No, I pinched my helmet, yeah. Yeah, I'm just thinking, what's that in your hand by? (laughs) With the wires sailing on the floor. I just wouldn't be able to stop myself from nicking something. I never take things ever from my characters. It's interesting. I actually got asked this in an interview the other week and uh, they asked if I'd taken in from the witch and I said, well, I thought about my wee pouch, you know, Catherine's wee pouch that she wear. I wear this kind of leather pouch around my waist. But I don't, I tend to leave my characters behind and I grieve them. I really do grieve. Oh gosh, I go through quite a mourning period where I really miss, miss them. But I don't take anything. I leave it all behind, and it's like I put them away in a wee box, and mm. you know. So no, I, I'm afraid I don't have any bits of sense or <laughs> a bit of geigerism. Or... <laughs> no, I'm too good a girl. I'd be too worried about getting caught and getting into trouble. Honestly, no. <laughs> it must have been incredible working on a film with like sort of such, you know, well, Michael Fassbender's star was on the rise when oh, when that came out. Really lovely really generous yeah. funny lovely and 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 I could see that I was nervous at the beginning you know mm-hmm. and you know I was questioning worrying that people would notice me and <laughs> chuck me out the fire exit and he really looked out for me everyone did though everyone yeah. there was no n- no prop uh, you know no divas no egos going yeah. it was just people want to make 
the movie and well, you haven't got a bit part in that film you're like one of the you're one of the main characters in well, it you're in it all the way through well she you is, know she's part of the crew i wouldn't say one yeah. of the main characters but she certainly ended up going on a real adventure with everyone mm-hmm. and that was really fun and we, we shot um some of it in iceland yeah all the exteriors and i really enjoyed visiting oh, there what yeah. a beautiful beautiful country i've never been anywhere like that in my life the the landscape in iceland is just incredible it's amazing uh-huh but yeah i it was it was a real honor to be in that and to work with ridley and, and see him working with people and and to be working alongside lovely talented people like that mm. and you've got Oh, so many people, Sean and Rafe, and then there was Charlize and Numi and Idris mm. and <gasps> Idris Elba. And, oh, oh all these men, all these amazing <laughs> men. You okay. love your men, don't you? I can't <laughs> help it. Listen, it's like... I'm too busy worrying about lines and scripts and things like that. <laughs> I'd be awful. It's a good job I'm not an actress because I'd just be like melting at the corner wouldn't you we'd just oh, be, be like to pour oh, you into a glass you did his elbow let me sit on your knee oh, <laughs> you'd be like get this welsh bitch away from me oh it's terrible but yeah no it was great fun yeah. it was great fun and uh yeah really everybody uh, hates that film i absolutely love it we both do don't we oh yeah. uh, I, well, it I seems to split great. people. I, I meet people who haven't enjoyed it. I meet people who really love it. And I mm-hmm. think, you know, it's like anything, you know, people are entitled to whatever opinion they, they have. And I don't know, there was a lot of expectation and hype. and mm. But I had a great time working on it. I really did. And I can't praise Ridley enough. I really can't to see him at work and see him working and and be part of the team on that was was a dream come true for me and he's kind and he's funny and he's one of the cleverest people I've ever Mm -hmm. met really so clever um and as I said you know you you gather around to look at the storyboards for the scenes and their works of art and yeah you know, I would definitely man. have pinched one of them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> would have we'd have to we'd have to attach like alarm out some security vans <laughs> on you that you set off alarms, getting your bag searched. Yeah, that's true. I would. I think oh. the word is out now. If Tina's ever on a movie set, I know, security I'm not, I'm is going to surround I'm never going to be able her. to invite you to visit no. me and set up like watch your gear, everyone. Pack away anything. <laughs> Clear the set. Yeah. Yeah. Get the men, lock the men in the cobble shed. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that, isn't it? I mean, it's funny just because I was asked about it the other day about Tina. And I think, you know, why don't I ever want to? Because, you know, you could ask to take little things away mm. on, you know, films, I guess. But it's almost like they wouldn't belong to me. And that's how I feel. They're my characters. And yeah. I don't know. It's funny that really funny are you, are you a bit method then do you think that your style um, of acting I, I mean I wouldn't I don't go into character and then stay in character you know like mm. with my family and things yeah. but I didn't think I was but then my partner notices and also I get I play quite um a lot of dark material and maybe yeah. saying quite extreme things or that or and so I find you know as I get nearer and nearer time to film and 
my partner says I start to change and he'll talk mm. to me and he'll say I'm looking at me he's like where's Kate he said you start looking at me differently and then he has to lie next to me in bed and of course I'm constantly <laughs> going over lines so he just has whispers of fuck, 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 you know and whatever it is I mean that's ridiculous I don't know I don't know any part I've ever played that but you know muttering strange and, and, and disturbing things next to him and um, whispering in my, you know, not in my sleep, but, you know, at night in bed. And he's just like, you're disappearing. And so it's almost like I can, you know, step, you're stepping more and more into the shoes the closer you get to, yeah. you know, well, filming. That's one thing that struck me about you when I actually met you in real life mm-hmm. was that seeing you know because I've seen a lot of stuff that you've been in mm-hmm. and had this impression that you would be a very serious person right and yeah, take I, yourself yeah. very serious and you're not like that at all no. you're like really lovely and bubbly no, I and do, I mean I'm friendly since, since Game of Thrones I do get a lot like oh you smile and <laughs> and I guess when people are watching you and they just, I don't know, you know, I do get that a lot of people. I, th- I don't know what people are expecting, but, yeah. you know, I, I think people do get surprised that I can be quite light and, and, mm. and you know, I'm not too serious. You know, I do, I'm serious about my work, but as a person, I'm quite lighthearted, you know, yeah. and positive. So, yeah. um, but I, I, I have such a, I'm so drawn to characters that are struggling and and yeah. on the periphery of maybe yeah, life you or a lot of, um, on the edges. Characters yeah, that, really. I yeah, do. I just want to give voices to people. You know that yeah. I don't know what it is actually, and it's not that I, I constantly play kind of people on the periphery, but I do seem to be attracted to complicated and not necessarily always likable characters I find that interesting mm. you know that when because why is someone not likable why are they basically unhappy you know why mm-hmm. are they what's making them unhappy and that kind of I just you know it's something I just I don't know I'd like to explore I guess mm. yeah while we're on the subject, is what you just said about giving voices to characters. One one character that you did give like a literal voice to, mm-hmm. uh, and that both myself and Tina were privileged to watch. Uh, and if you go to the website, Tina put a, re- a review up of it. Uh, it's it's a short, it's a six and a half minute movie. Mm-hmm. It's BAFTA nominated, which is oh. amazing and well deserved. Oh, um, operator. operator. Now, we've Thank watched you. this numerous times. Mm. Uh, and believe me, Kate, we watched it. I remember the first time that we watched it and subsequent viewing since. Mm-hmm. Every, every time our knuckles go white when we really? watch it. Oh, yes. seriously. It's, and, yeah. and, uh, it is, and this is. Um, if you if you're going to talk about like pure cinema and it's it's all down to performance mm-hmm. and, and uh, you know it's you on screen um, and the wonderful Vicky oh. v- Vicky with just her vocal talents on uh-huh. the other side of the phone yeah. and yeah. that's that that's all you need you don't need to show any you don't need the special effects and you know and all mm. of this it's we we were just our heart was just like almost stopping at times and then oh, when okay. uh, when your character at the end just put, gives that pause that little sigh oh. and then we found ourselves and uh, we thought we haven't breathed for about oh, a minute <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, like yourself on screen you exhale we exhaled and then 
Oh and my god, and then, you're, go, then you're going on to the next call. It's like, oh my god, this is absolutely I mean, incredible. That, that um, yeah, I mean, the 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 script's based, it's a transcript of a real 99 call, mm -hmm. 999 call, sorry. It, the actual call is, I was so disturbed listening to it, really found it very oh. difficult to listen to yeah. because I didn't know the outcome. And the woman really, the panic, the utter panic in the woman's voice and the way that the operator handled it was incredible. Wow. I mean, I don't know how people do it. Mm. Um, it. It makes me feel really emotional talking about it, actually, because the actual 999 call is really, really upsetting mm. to listen to. Um, and... I, I, I would hope I've tried to do justice to it, you know, with the script. And I, I'm just in awe of people that can take calls like that and literally, mm. I, I, it, it, it does, it leaves me speechless, it really does. And and then, you know, the phone goes down and, and the next call's in and, yeah. you're, you know, the, the, a little pause, but you could have time to pause the next calls through and you're just getting on and, my hats off to people who who take nine 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 calls. I know a lot, you know, and and I'm a big supporter of NHS and a big supporter of, you know, our amazing NHS. That really, mm. I'm terrified that we're going to lose. Really yeah. frightens me. Yeah. We are so lucky in this country yeah, to have yeah. the NHS, mm. and it, it is a travesty what has been done to. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we live in a country that, that, you know, if you're ill, you can go to the doctor. You're not going to die because you can't afford care, medical care or, mm. or insurance or what, you know. And and anyway, I don't, I'm getting going off, but I, I just, you know, people who volunteer to be operators and take 999 calls, I just think they should be praised to the highest heavens. Yeah. And mm. and it's, it's all sorts of calls from literally kittens being stuck up a tree or I've lost my keys <laughs> to mm. calls where people don't survive yeah. and don't live, mm. you know, and I just, yeah, that, that when I read the script and I listened to, I, I, I was really uh, honoured to try and, and, and play, play her. And then um, Caroline was wonderful to work with Caroline Bartley. She's great. The director, mm. oh, yeah. um, and Vicky and and the team, Vanessa, the, the the DOP. I mean, it was a fantastic, fantastic short to do. Was um, there was there any sort of leeway to do any improvisation with that, or was it all hundred percent scripted? I, I there might be little bits. I think I've added in sweeties and things like that. I couldn't help myself because mm -hmm. I did try and stick to the script and really do it as verbatim as possible. It was interesting, actually, because listening to Vicky and her cries for help, mm. I, I say sweetie a lot. I couldn't help myself of saying, it's okay, so I can't think there's something. I've only watched it once, actually, because I don't... I'm really... I find it really hard watching myself, <laughs> so... Um, and, and Vicky is amazing in it, and you hear her voice and you wouldn't 
you don't doubt for a minute she's that mm -hmm. woman in the in the burning house and um, mm. I couldn't help responding to that is mm. me I guess a little bit so I think I added in a few sweeties and things <laughs> but no it was as the script um, was for me as as best as I could um, do that I did try and keep to the script. I mean, one of the things I love about it, and I, I do love a lot about it, is is your acting performance in it because the camera's so mm. tight on you, mm. and you have to be so subtle in your performance, both vocally and physically as well. Mm. It's not it's, it's not like you know when you're, say for example, if you're on theatre and you can be more, yes, give more, and you're more broad to... yeah, brushstrokes right. with it. You've got to yeah. be so subtle, but so you, subtle. Yeah, you convey everything, and then when it oh. again when it comes down to the call, so it clicks, it goes dead. And there's just that beat, and mm -hmm. and you mm -hmm. you take that moment and you close your eyes, and you go into the next call. It it just says everything. It really does. Oh. And that, well, that's you know that. Uh, well, thank you. I don't. Oh, I I don't feel that you know I can take the sort of credit for that because that's a a great bit of directing as well from Caroline. You know and. And the beats they've got in, and the editor, and I, I just always, I'm always like, oh no, it's not me because you don't understand the amazing people I've got around, <laughs> you know. But thank you, I appreciate that. <clears throat> um, and it is, it, it, I'm, I feel I'm still learning a lot with film because I did come from a theatre background. Um, it's very painful when you see your mistakes up in screen, and you know, getting used to it not being that performance with that audience, and then it's gone, and you move, you know. Um, and I'm trying to be a little better at it because I know I'll learn from it. Um, but you, the, the times when you know you've done wrong is when you've done too much on screen. It's like, oh, ouch, that <laughs> jars, you know, because on screen, a whisper is the loudest thing almost. And I mean that not just as in a, a literal whisper, but, a, you know, a glance, a, a, a uh, you know, the way your eyelids shut, you know. Yeah. And I love that about film. I love that you can bring it down to the smallest thing and, and that's, it's it's has a big impact on screen, you know. Yeah. Um, you don't have to worry about reaching people in the back row or, or you know, I love theatre as well. I do always have a love for theatre, a live performance and and, and start the story from beginning to end. The the more I get into film, the more I'm I'm curious about a lot of things and, and I just want to soak it up and try and learn a lot. Mm -hmm. I feel I've got an awful lot to learn. So it's I like you know it's I've been lucky with the people I've worked that I've had the chance to try and soak up things from them and and learn from the people you work with. Mm -hmm. I think it's important as well. Well, but I'm just glancing at the clock now, and I know it's yeah. I'm, I I'm told well... you a yap. Well, on I know and on that's and on. Good. That's a good <laughs> so thing. Sorry. It's a good. Regular listeners will know that we're called sixty minutes with, but it's it's very rare we stick to the sixty minutes. But oh, I, thank I, goodness, because I was like, you're probably one of them's holding the phone, the other one's getting into their jammies. No, no, it's <laughs> you're talking serious, no. like oh wow. We're, we're always like, aware as well. We we, we we don't want to keep our guests like just here because we could talk to you all night obviously I could, you obviously know I do, I do feel like I'm in the living room with you having a cup of tea 
that's fine. That's you're what it you're feels more like. than welcome into our living room anytime, <laughs> anytime. Kate. Anytime. Oh, yeah. well, it's, if you're it's never up in Glasgow, the same goes as well. Right. We Always will. welcome. We will what? take you up on that. You do know that knowing Tina now, that she will take you up on that. <laughs> you must, you must. You could do 60 minutes. I could do a 60 minutes podcast in the living room, live from the living room. Here you, you go. Could that's, yeah. that's, that's, here we go. There's, there's a bucket list for 2016 then. We could do a Scottish theme I don't know what it could be, but we could think of something. Oh, it'd be good, though. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, we can't let you go, though, because we do. And now, this is, and it is, uh, according to IMDb, it's your first credit. This is a TV series that both <laughs> myself and Tina... She knows what we're going to say. <laughs> I we, know what you're going to say. We love it. And I, I've it's got, a I've man's got, name. Oh, I've, I've, <laughs> yes, I've got such fond memories, personally speaking, of, of sitting with my dad watching this oh, TV series. He, me too. He, he introduced me to it and brought me up. He, we were watching this. Oh, you so were please. in, for anybody that doesn't know... And if you've never heard of this, please, listeners, go out and watch this series. You were in an episode of Rabsi Nesbit. I was. What? I was. And I think it was, I think it might have been 1994. I'm not sure. Yeah. I, yeah. And I was so young and I played uh, a girl that worked in the shop, I think, that one of the, the lead characters ended up running away. <laughs> And um, oh, honestly, it's such a it was such a big thing when you were growing up in Scotland watching rap oh, scenes. Yeah. But oh, it's yeah. it's brilliant TV, and I was, yeah, it was a great it was a great thing to to start off with, and just to be in. Um, <laughs> interesting when you've grown up watching characters and stuff like that and for my dad you know I'd made it because I was in Rab C. Nesbitt that's, that's the pinnacle you know? that is the pinnacle yes <laughs> um, but yeah oh, that was great fun it was really good fun but in Barbara Rafferty and you know the cast of oh I had a good day that day um, mm. and I look about 12 in it well I, I obviously don't <laughs> But now I'm in my 40s, I'm looking back and going, oh, he looks so young. <laughs> <laughs> what a fantastic start to your career, though. Yeah. After, I, I, I've had some, I've had a really interesting sort of journey along the way um, and been very, very lucky to have worked with, with the people I have and just enjoying it you know I don't have sort of a set plans or set things I've just kind of sorry you know why I've come to halt I've had oh that was really weird uh, <laughs> it was like a ghost come into the bedroom that was so strange the living room door kind of opened a bit and mm-hmm. then it opened full but no one was there oh eh? oh We've got an explanation. It's fine. My partner's oh. come in and he's opened it up. <laughs> I thought you were going to have a live There's ghost no ghost. <laughs> it's the first time I've shut up in the hour. <laughs> My partner had opened the bloody bedroom window, hadn't he? See, I've got an imagination. Like, In fact, do you know what? Ralph Einstein, who's in um, The Witch with me, which actually is a movie that's coming out um, next month, in the US and then in March in Britain, he said that I've, I've been born with twice as much nerve endings and feelings as everyone else. <laughs> because it's like I feel everything twice as much as everyone else. So anyway, I'd already had a ghost 
coming in the living room, but here it was my boyfriend opening the bedroom window. So. <laughs> What's he doing opening the window when you live in Glasgow? It's freezing. <laughs> we are made of tough stuff up here. We are, we are. We've got kind of like, um, what would I say, waterproof kind of skin and, cool. you know, we're, we're hardy souls here. <laughs> and actually today's been warmer than, it's been a bit warmer today, so. Minus 50 in Glasgow today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 minus 50. So we're getting there, it's nearly summer. No. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. How's the weather with you anyway? It's freezing, but it's probably it. it's colder where you are. Yeah, well, I'm I sure think it today yeah. it is actually. We've had it really cold, and then today has been a bit milder, so um, well, mm. can't complain. The sun was out, which was lovely. Oh, it just rains constantly so, here, doesn't it, Dave? Yeah, it's we've great. had a lot of rain here as well. Yeah. So tell us about the witch. We're so looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. the witch. And so scared that, it, yeah, that they're not going to show it in any of the well, cinemas. Yeah, oh, no, no, no. It's coming out. Um, so we've got a February the 19th release uh, wide across the USA. And then it's opening UK and rest of the world from the 11th of March, I think it is. Right. So you should be able to see it fine. Well, we made this movie at the in in 2014, and we made it in Northern Ontario in Canada, mm. and um, it's a really interesting movie. And the director Robert Eggers is a fascinating man. Um, and basically the premise of the, the script is we are a Puritan family, 1630s, yeah. and we are from Northern England, Yorkshire, and we've moved to New England on this plantation, right. and we get banished for because we're really religious almost. Oh. And um, Ralph's character, William, kind of has a disagreement with the elders, and we get banished from the plantation. So... We set up home, we build a house next to these woods. And mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to say a lot because I know there's been a lot of press and I know there's been a lot of reviews and stuff, but it, it, the, 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 the less you know about the actual plot, the better. Mm. But basically, I see it like, I know it's a horror and that, but I see it much more like a kind of Grimm's fairy tale type horror. Yeah, all right. It's, it's not got a lot of kind of modern jump scares and you know mm. kind of gore I mean you know it's it's like it's like a story of a family imploding basically mm. and 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 what happens and how they start to suspect each other an incident happens early on in the in the film and the family start to kind of turn on each other and you know it's really interesting and um it's all in old dialect, and Rob spent five years researching it, and some of the dial a lot the dialogues lifted from actual books and and writings from the time, oh. um, and it's beautifully filmed. I mean, beautifully filmed, mm. um, and the sets like they built the house with the old-fashioned methods. Oh. Because, so that would have the right marks on the wood, you know, and if you did it yeah. with modern methods, it wouldn't look right. The costumes and oh, it's just, uh, uh, yeah, it was a great, great film well, to I've work on. Well, I've watched the trailer for it and we, we tend to, because we're big film fans, mm -hmm. Dave especially, <clears throat> we don't watch trailers anymore 
because they tell you the whole film. A lot. You uh-huh. just sit there and there's the film and you just think, oh, I know, the, I know. Point? You know, I know. But with The Witch, when, when it's... And it wasn't because this is before I knew we were going to talk to you because it looked um, not hammer horrory, but the fact that it was a British-made horror film. Mm-hmm. I watched the trailer and it looks like it's cracking. <laughs> oh, the trailers! Are <laughs> it's, yeah. great. it's yeah. A, well, it is. It's about a British family, but it's actually mm. a American Canadian co-production. Oh, is it? Yeah, Rob Rob Eggers is American. It's and it? yeah, and we made it in Canada, and yeah. there was um, American and Canadian producers. Mm. So, but a British family, so it was a real mix, and uh, made with such love. Yeah. Um, just such commitment and um, yeah we really enjoyed making it so it comes out next month um, which is interesting but yeah the trailers are scary I, I'm really <laughs> frightened I, I don't, I've not seen a lot of horrors I used to watch them when I was younger like a teenager and stuff but I I get terrified <laughs> of even as soon as I hear a bar of music I'm like get, get in the remote control turn it over turn it over and then my boy tries to come with me to the bathroom and stand there and then <laughs> take me back because even a creak and I'm like <gasps> you know it's ridiculous we well, are in, in another horror film is it the out, Outcast? Outcast yeah, yeah. Cole McCarthy movie yeah I play uh, 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 yeah, I play a kind of um, that. I really like that. That's a, a very low budget independent. Yeah. Um, really enjoy, enjoyed making it, and I play Mary, who's a kind of woman who looks human but isn't all human because she comes from a kind of kind of people. These kind of people in Ireland that kind of live mm. in the shadows and old. Oh, it's difficult to explain actually, and I ended up. Um, we moved to this council estate. So it's kind of set in modern day time with a kind yeah. of strange old fashioned story. And James Nesbitt ends up kind of mm. chasing me through the film, me and my son. And there's a kind of love story and a beast. And yeah, mm. yeah. I like making them. Yeah. But watching them, watching I find them. Them so frightening. <laughs> Let the right one in. I would love to watch. But even looking at the picture of that, I don't know. If, I think I would faint or something. No, fear. Oh, it's a great no, movie. It's great a great movie. Babadook. Yeah. I haven't oh, seen that. even better. I, I, I'm yeah. frightened yeah. of everything. Tales of the Unexpected have me <laughs> quivering in my boots. You know, if that's you want to watch a good do, horror but... film that's scary, <laughs> no, it follows <laughs> is oh, a no, really I good can't. one. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, yeah. I um, can't. Oh, I really wish I could. I can't. <laughs> we'll come round here and we'll cut you up on the city, and I'll put oh, my good. arm round you. You'll need, you would need to hold me tight. And oh, then, I'd and... love to do that. <laughs> oh, I would. I would do as well. I'd just sit here cuddling you and i go, all right, Kate. Oh, honestly, I'd be, and I'd be leaping and jumping. You would hate watching the film with me and I'd be screaming. And it's like the same with violence. You know, you literally watch it through the tiniest hole between your fingers because you're like, oh, my God, oh, no, no. Um, but yeah, I, I, I wish I was a bit less scared because I'm missing out on some really interesting movies. <laughs> but The Witch is, is very, I would say that the feeling from The Witch is a really unsettling one, you mm. know. You just get unsettled mm. by the 
by the feel of it, the colour palette, the greys. It's it's beautiful. Um, yeah. And I've also got another movie coming out um, around about the same time, actually, called Couple in a Hole, oh. which, surprisingly enough, is about a couple living in a hole <laughs> in, in the ground. And oh. um, it's uh, directed by a, a Belgian director called Tom Geens. And my husband is Paul Higgins, a f- oh. fantastic actor, and he is brilliant in Couple in a Hole. Yeah. And it's, I'm again, I'm not going to say too much, but as the film goes on, you start to understand why this couple are living in this hole in the ground. And, and then it's a, it's a beautiful, well, I say beautiful when people go, oh, God, it's grim and it's this and it's that. And I'm like, oh, no, it's beautiful. But it's a love story and um, and also about grief and and, and, and um, mental health and all sorts of things. Uh-huh. And um, it's a really, really different kind of movie as well. So that's kind of coming out at the same time. So that's the kind of things I've got coming up as well. So, mm. yeah. um, But Paul Higgins is incredible in Couple Hole. And I, I've went to, D, we went to Dinard with it and um, I saw it for the first time and I had a, tears. And then I had, I've watched it a couple of times since at London Film Festival and he, his performance makes me cry so much. Yeah. He's just—he's wow. a beautiful actor. So, excellent. Yes. What's What's twenty sixteen got lined up for you so far, then, Kate? Well, I don't really know at the moment. I've got a few things kind of in the pipeline that have not been confirmed or official yet. So, I'm kind of just waiting to see what's going to come about and mm-hmm. and what happens. Um, open to suggestions <laughs> no, no. Uh, there's a few things kind of in the air but uh, oh there's another thing um i'll be in i don't know when it's coming out but i did i worked on a really great drama called one of us directed by will mcgregor who directed paul dark Ooh, and it's new uh, paul dark or proper old paul dark <laughs> oh gosh i don't know the difference between them um, what, do you not remember? You're younger than me. Oh, new Poldark rem- then. New Poldark. It's, it's gorgeous Aiden Poldark then. Oh, not- I, didn't, I didn't know Poldark had been done before. <gasps> Kate, oh, you're joking. Is that a travesty I've said that? <laughs> oh, my God, like- Kate. <gasps> oh, no, you're going to have to Google Poldark. Oh, I will, I will. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Robin Ellis is, is-, is the real Poldark. Oh. Oh. Yeah, it was in the seventies. It was something my mum used to watch. Oh, I didn't know And then, this. Uh, yeah, it was early nineties. They released all the DVDs, and I was pregnant with my son, and ended up reading all the books, and then buying the DVDs. And I, it's one of those series that you just get completely obsessed with. Oh, cool. so the new Poldark is all sort of sweeping vistas and Aiden, what's his face, who's gorgeous. <laughs> and and I look at it and I think, oh, sod oh that's not Poldark. <laughs> oh, see, I've not, yeah, well, I, I hadn't watched Poldark. You see, I knew of it and I'd seen bits of it, but I just mm. been so busy lately. I don't get a lot of time to sit down and, and watch TV, you know, I'll watch and catch up a lot or different ways. But Will McGregor, the director, 
was great and he yeah. directed one of us and um, it's a kind of thriller set in Scotland mm-hmm. um, so that's going to be coming out as well. Is that going to be ITV or BBC or? Oh, it's BBC One. Yeah, BBC One. So I'm not <laughs> quite sure when it's going to come out, but it'll, you'll be able to see it in BBC at some Lovely. point in the future. Which is... And BBC Pay More as well, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> well, I read on uh, <laughs> I read on IMDb that you've just made a film called Prevenge. Oh, as well. Do you know what? Oh, I did a day in Prevenge. It's Alice Lowe, who is in Sightseer. Sightseer. Oh my god, I love that film film so much. Oh, it's fantastic. That's a film that I was one minute laughing and the next minute with my hand over my mouth going, "This is horrific. How could I be?" You know, I felt really (laughs) awful for laughing. Alice, I, I think she's amazing. And, um, yeah, so it's her movie. So I just had a day in that. Um, I had such a great time. Um, and, yeah, it was just great to, to work with her. She's really lovely and really yeah. talented. Um, and, yeah, that'll be a good film to watch out for, I tell you. It's fantastic. <laughs> Is it a really comedy? Or... Fantastic. Um, I don't know how much I'm allowed to say. Okay. Oh, I don't know. We'll ask you. But I'm sure there's stuff on Twitter, you know, like the yeah. Prevenge. So it'll probably yeah. have a little bit on it. They'll probably oh, have a look. And I'm sure there's been some articles about it. So they'll probably say more about it. I always yeah. err on the cautious side because... yeah. Yeah. The fear of because being the been, one. Well, you have been in Game of Thrones, so you must be terrified of saying <laughs> Do you know what it is it. now? I just get used to not, I just, I because I know that the best way, if you can, is to watch some, no, it's like what you say about avoiding trailers or that. Mm-hmm. There's nothing better than watching some and you really have no idea yeah. what's going to happen. And I also just think it's... It's not my story to tell, so, you know, as in like, so I do, I'm always very cautious. Sometimes, you know, I mean, even Kenny, I mean, with Prometheus, Kenny, I know I'm mean, Kenny, my partner always practices lines with me. Mm-hmm. He didn't, I was like, ah, you're practicing nothing. I show, I'm, I didn't show, you know, I just <laughs> didn't, I didn't want him even knowing my lines are in because I just felt that way that, you know, if people were like, oh, you know, asking things, he would genuinely just go, I don't have a clue, you know, I don't have a clue. I bet he asked you to nick him something off the set and you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't. You know who you remind me of? I just watched today for, oh, I love it, The Breakfast Club. You're going to be that girl who's just like lifting things like ashtrays and like teaspoons from cafes, aren't you? (laughs) Oh, I love the Breakfast Club. Oh, Molly Ringwald, she's amazing, isn't she? I that film's fantastic, isn't it? It is, yeah, definitely. You you forget how fantastic the sort of themes are in it and the things they talk about and all their lovely nuances and stories and oh I could look at Molly all day her face you know that way when you just got all these does she no no she's 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 beautiful I just think she's such a great actress and I was looking at her today going and just all those subtleties like flitting across her face you know beautiful acting I like Mm -hmm. I like a lot of the in fact I've been doing a bit of a gorge what else I've been watching I got to see Under the Skin 
I've been oh, dying to see that for yeah. ages. Brilliant. I, yeah. it, incredible. Yeah. Like something I've never seen anything like it before. I, I just was mesmerised by it. If you ever get a chance to read the book of Under the Skin, yeah, I definitely read, yeah, read I definitely it. It's will. completely different. Oh, really? But it's got it's still Scottish. Uh-huh. But like oh, you know the, the bit in the film where she picks that man up and they sort of go go back to his house and. They can't yeah. have sex because she yeah. hasn't actually got a fanny. <laughs> yeah. There's none, yeah. of, there's none of that in it. It is literally oh. her picking men up and very detailed descriptions of how they're processed. Wow. But it's an amazing book. Yeah, oh, I'd like to As read. Because it's Michael is. Faber, is No, have yeah. I got that wrong? It um, is. Yeah. No, no I can't remember his last name. Oh, God. No, I, I know. I was thinking Michael Faber, but I'm now thinking because I'm sure... Sorry, hear me out again. Make him sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. No. <laughs> let me think. Let me think. Um, um, what, would, what did we do? Yes, it is Michael Faber. Yeah. It is. Because I just read his latest novel. Oh, it's brilliant. What, what's that called? I'll have to have a look for it. It is called... Da, da, da. <laughs> now you're putting the under pressure now. This is no, it. <laughs> I'm now on my I'm at my little um, books and I'm looking at the titles because it's really good and I want yeah. to find it to recommend it. Um, I and I'd never read any of Michael Faber before, mm-hmm. you see, and I didn't realise that he'd written Under the Skin until the film came out and I heard yeah. people talking about it and I was like, oh. Because this other book, oh gosh, now I'm looking through all my books. I do excuse me. Um, it's, oh, right, I should. Um, I'm really awful with names, and I, I don't. I've, I've I've said to people, oh, here it is, the book of strange new things. That's oh, what it's called. Oh, I have to get that. It's really good, and yeah. um, that kind of feel that under the skin gave me watching. I got reading his book, mm. so it was interesting. You saying, oh, read the book, even though it's different. Mm. It's interesting. I got a feeling from under the skin that I got from the Michael Faber's most recent book. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and I also watched recently um, Ex Machina. Oh, oh it's great, yes. isn't it? It's amazing. Yeah. That uh, made me cry. I just yeah. found it really emotional and great ending as well. Really great. Ending. Oh God, yeah. panicked. I had a, yeah. quite a panic attack, and I realised <laughs> he was, you know, locked. That's who you need to make a film with, Oscar Isaac. Oh, he's great because I also started watching Drive today because I've got a lot of films I need to catch up on and he's in that. Yeah, and yeah. also great in that as well. Um, and what bril- else did I Drive watch? Drive is a brilliant film, isn't well, it? Well, I'm halfway through. I'm about three quarters of the way through. It's really good, isn't he? Brilliant. He is, Ryan Gosling. Um, yeah, he's yeah. great. He's we great. We watched um, What's that film that he's in? That we watch with the bankers, Dave. What's it called? It's oh, the big short. The big, the big short. short that Ryan. Oh, Gosling's I've not seen that. As well. Yeah, is yeah. It good? yeah. It's very. It's if you don't know about money things, though, it's like you know, we're not thick and we're very quite politically active and stuff, mm-hmm. but we mm-hmm. had no idea what the hell they were talking about. It was all to do with mortgages and you know, the global it's class. quite technical speak, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, but it was a really great film despite not knowing what they were oh, talking about. Cool, Major bloody cool. cross, though. They did make us cross as well. Unless you're, you're a Tory, you would have no. gone, oh, <laughs> oh, yes, this no. is rather good. And we were no. sitting there going, 
No, I'm definitely not, and it's it's definitely no. something I'd like to see because it's yeah. yeah no, I'm not not I'm not a Tory. Um, no, when... Far from it, far from it. Um, but yeah, no, I've been catching up in films. Another film I saw um, recently was called. Is it called I Only Want You to Love Me? The Rhino Fassbinder one. Um, oh, I'm so bad with titles. I've been trying to sort of just watch different types of films, really, ones that I've heard people recommend yeah. or... Well, just... I, fi- I find this so refreshing, though, because, you know, obviously we're just, you know, we're fans of movies, but you're mm-hmm. somebody who's, you know, you're on the other side of the camera and you see a different yeah. side of the business that we do. But mm. the very fact that you still get excited about watching movies as well is, like, so refreshing, even mm. though you, you see it from oh, both yeah. sides of the camera. that That's really oh. good. Yeah, yeah, and 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 uh, you know, my because again, my partner says sometimes because I'm literally, you know, I'm a, an audience member that sits in my mouth wide open, like drinking it all in, and <laughs> you know, being scared and saying, "Oh, I'm too scared," and he's like, "But you know, you're behind the scenes, you know how it works," and I'm like, "But I just get lost in film worlds, wow. you know," and I, I like that, and 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 then when you've worked on them, you you can really appreciate. I mean, getting a film made is. Mm. A, a miracle to get films yeah. made you know that's such a process and funding and all the the aspects of bringing it together and and when you watch great movies you're just in awe of of what that's you see in front though, of yeah. you i think it's just I think my favorite film yeah you know i was thinking about that today you know have i got if i get asked what's your favorite film what would you say oh and i, I just think or a top five so i tell you a film i absolutely adore is tyrannosaur you know the paddy yeah. considine mm. movie oh yeah that's great oh we've my got, we've got a friend that can't watch that because he he knows that a dog gets kicked oh, to death in it, so he can't watch it oh i i know someone else who really struggles with that as well and you know what that's uh, this sad, uh, it's so sad. Mm. It's such a sad movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. The the performances in that are yeah. so incredible, and I, 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 it wrung me out. If I'm mm-hmm. lying and they want to lie on the floor and ball my eyes out, I've, <laughs> that's my kind of movie. You know, when I've been feel like I've been put through a mangle, I I I love it. I, I so I love Tyrannosaur. Um, I love um, Dead Man's Shoes. Yeah. It's yeah. another fantastic movie that I love. I loved, like, when I grew up, like, all the Godfather movies yeah. and, like, Once Upon a Time in America, yeah. things like that. Um, Fish Tanks, a big favourite of mine, mm. of Andrea's. Yeah, it's a great film. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I wish I did have one. It would be easier. Four Lions is another. Oh, oh yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, that, that's great. That, I thought that was just an incredible film. <laughs> I really did. I, I, just a brilliant movie. Um, and then I love, like, um, Ladybird, Ladybird. Kez, um, yeah. oh, so I tend to like, you know, I guess when I say sexy like, beast. Well, you like gritty things then. I do, thanks. I do yeah. like gritty things. I mean, I do yeah. love, like, I do love going and watching, being lost in kind of big, you know, sets and I like rom-com and I like a lot of things, but I like to be, as I said, put through a mango and, and see, oh, do you know what else I like a lot? The complete <laughs> opposite of being put through a mango, Step Brothers. Oh, <laughs> I <laughs> I watch that movie at oh. least. I probably watch that movie once every couple of months. Oh my I God, love yes. that movie. They <laughs> are... sing the song. 
I have got their characters down to a T, the tantrums, the huffs, the the way they act, the the, the language. I mean, they are genius. on the drum. (laughs) Oh, Oh, and, you know, all that kind of real... Oh, it's just brilliant, brilliant. Please and tell then me I'm... you want to work for Prestige Worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and when they're dressing up as all the bad neighbours when they're trying to sell the house, and just oh, the, it's brilliant. And then the whole you know affair with the sister-in-law, and yeah, it's just genius. So I've got a really eclectic mix because then I also love things like Paris, Texas. I love mm. like um, Rear Window. I'm a big Hitchcock fan. Rear Window is one of my favourite movies mm-hmm. ever. So, yeah, I just love film, I guess. Well, I'll give you another tip now. If ever you have yes, time bored and you've got a long time where you could listen to a podcast, this is one that I've been banging on about for a good few months now, mm-hmm. uh, is a podcast called The Secret History of Hollywood. And the guy who who does it is, is a chef and his name's Adam. And uh, he's done a three-parter on Alfred Hitchcock. Oh. It's incredible. And oh, he's great. done... He makes these. They're seven hours long, but, mm-hmm. you know, you can pause them. And he's just <gasps> brought one out now about all the gangster movies with James Cagney in. And no, Humphrey really? That sounds amazing. And yeah. it's called... What's it called again? The Secret the, Life of... The Secret History of Hollywood. Secret History of Hollywood. I'll send you a link if you like. Yeah, that would be yeah. great because I was going to say that by the time I get, if I move to go and get a pen, we're going to, I'm going to turn into a Dalek. So. I feel so bad that we've kept you for so long. Oh, no, I'm you know what? I'm sorry. No, it's me. Every time you asked a question, you. I gave you, you know, a 20 minute answer. Oh, so but it's been lovely. It's been I've really well. enjoyed talking oh, to you. I really have. What Thank we you. Need to do as well, before you go, please, Kate, you know, we live mm-hmm. in this, this age of social media media what's the best way that people can follow you online well i'm on twitter as um uh, let me think it is my name it's not a silly name let me see twitter 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 is i'm quite uh, a luddite but i've managed to i'm on dicky underscore kate at dicky underscore kate or i'm also on instagram i'm a massive photo fan and i'm on instagram as in a fanco now, in a fankle, <laughs> just in a fankle in Scottish means you're in a, a bit of a mess. So you're a, if you say, say, say something's all fankled up, it's all tied up and it's all got into a kind of knot and you can't quite untie it. So in a fankle is um, all one word. And um, that's me on Instagram as well. That's great. So, and I don't post selfies. It's not, I don't worry, I'm not pouting at the camera. God forbid. <laughs> how, how do you spell in a fankle? In a fankle is I N A F. Well, as well, I mean, I'm doing it as the Instagram way. Obviously, it's two, three different words in yeah. a, and then fankle is spelled. <laughs> oh, I got you. There you are. Oh, I found you. There you go. Are you looking at it now? Yeah. See, oh, you you just added oh, you. What you'll see as well is quite a lot. My daughter has a variety of animal masks, full latex animal masks. <laughs> like a horse. Yes. Now, do you know what the name of the horse is? Joffrey. Can you believe that? She's never <laughs> she's never seen, obviously, Game of Thrones because she's 11. 
Oh well, God. she admitted she'd sneak to look at my death on YouTube, <laughs> but she's never watched it. But she must have, Joffrey's been about, I don't know, Emma, when she first got the mask and I was like, oh, and what are you going to call it? She was like, Joffrey? I was like, no. <laughs> so there's Joffrey the horse. Yeah. We've got Sandwich the unicorn. There's oh. a, no, a Sandwich a bunny. There's a unicorn. Anyway, we've got a horse, a cat, a bunny, a unicorn, and a panda. And we go out. She goes out. Well, I don't. I obviously I don't wear the mask. Although I wish I could. I think people would arrest me and think I was really weird. But she goes out with this mask on, and we go to the park, and we go for <laughs> we go for coffee, or <laughs> and she wears this mask. So I've got a wee hashtag on um, Instagram called "Giddle in a Horse Mask" or "Giddle in a Cat Mask." Or whatever. <laughs> if you look up "Giddle in a Horse Mask" or one word hashtag, you will see all of the. Um, the I'm, different Joffrey I'm photos. I'm sitting here now looking <laughs> at the picture of the unicorn and Dave, if you don't buy me one of these unicorn heads... Well, I'm... this is funny. Is your unicorn thing because when I listened to that podcast, suddenly <laughs> you start talking about the love of the unicorn and I was like... Damn, if it was a video Skype, I'd have worn her mask. <laughs> and that has been how I would have greeted you. But then as I went on, I thought, oh, no, hang on. The unicorn is something to do with the programme. So I didn't bring up the unicorn because I thought that you would just think I was being really weird. And I no. thought, she obviously doesn't have a unicorn thing. It's just to do with this TV thing. I, I, would, know, have, I would have talked to you through the mask of the unicorn a, if a, I'd known. It's a game. Yeah. It's, oh, it's a, yeah. Is this Doug? The, no, it is, yeah. it's, it's called the. What's, what's it called? It's again? Witcher. The Witcher. Yeah, the Witcher. The Witcher. Yeah. For yes. any listeners yeah. that are confused, this is the, the previous podcast that we did with Doug Cockle, who is Geralt of Rivia and, yeah. in The Witcher. And yeah, Tina has got this obsession of um, joining Geralt on a unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a some dream you've had, Tina, that you want no, to bring to life? No, there's. Well. <laughs> I'm quite rare because even though I'm 51, since I've met Dave, you know, we've known each other about 10 years, haven't we, Dave? And I would never think about playing games on a mm -hmm. PS4. And Dave mm -hmm. just said to me one day, just go and have a go. And I really enjoy playing games. And, oh, and cool. Witcher is one of these games. And... <laughs> There's a part in it, and get the the character of Geralt in this game is this gorgeous, like wizardy bloke who's really fit with long white hair and big muscles, and he chops people's heads off. <laughs> but he but he has sex with women. Oh, you're going to say with the unicorn? Oh, yeah. the unicorn! Oh, unicorn! My God, his thigh muscles must be strong. Oh, they are. That's quite awkward, isn't it? On and on the back. I hope it's not on the horn of the unicorn. It has to be on the back of the unicorn. When I met Doug Cockle, was at the same comic con as you, and I said to him, "Oh, because he's he's such a lovely man. He's he really, sounded lovely. He's so lovely." I said, "I'm going to go. I'm so excited. I'm going to go and meet Kate Dickey now. I'm going to go and talk." Talk to her, and he said, "Well, if she ever wants a ride of my unicorn." <laughs> <laughs> so now you know, Kate. If ever you want to ride on a unicorn with Doug Cockle, I can, <laughs> I can arrange it for you. <laughs> well, you know what? I'll give you a shout if I ever do, Tina. I, I will right. give you a shout. <laughs> I will. Um, I will. Um, yes, I might think about that one carefully before I give you an answer. Oh, no, really but he sounded really nice on the. He is a uh, podcast, I thought, yeah. as well, yeah. Yeah, nice uh, guy. 
Yeah. Oh, cool. It was good. Yeah. Well, what we'll do, the, the links that you've just given me there, Kate, obviously, uh, to any listeners, if you go to our website, and at the end of the show, I'll give you the links to the to our website, all the links to how you can find and follow Kate online will be on there, obviously, as uh, you know, as they always are. Um, and for the, for the sake of the show, Kate, we will say our goodbyes, but obviously off air, we will say our personal goodbyes. Um, it, it's it's been so lovely to chat yes, with you. Yes, it has. And, and oh, thank, well, thank you, you so much. You know, thank you so much for spending the time with us this oh, evening. Oh, not thank at you. all. It's been a really good blather, as I said. I was, gonna, <laughs> I was looking forward to a good blather, and I just apologise for my yapping on and on and on into the <laughs> night. Yeah, but it's all. been a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed myself. Oh, thank, thank you. you. That's great. Thank you. Thank you so yeah. much. And um, yes, I'll speak to you again soon, hopefully. Oh, yeah, that. well, of course. Remember, we've now got, you know, expect to knock on the door the next time we're you know, <laughs> up in Scotland. <laughs> oh, well, listen, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank That's you. all right. Like say, Thanks for, a lot. For the sake of this episode, goodbye, Kate. Goodbye. <laughs> thank Bye, you, Kate. everyone. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> The alarm bell, of course, means it's unfortunately the end of another episode. But you can keep updated on everything that Kate's doing via her social media. All you need to do is go to the podcast notes on our website. Go to 60minuteswith.co.uk and everything you need to know will be on there. There's also a contact us form if you want to send us an email. Or you can email us direct, which is contact at 60minuteswith.co.uk. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash 60 minutes with we're also uh, at 60 minutes with on twitter and on instagram and as always that is the numerical 60 and not the alphabetical one itunes reviews uh stitcher radio reviews and all ratings always most welcome and that's it that's it for this episode we'll be back again quite soon we've got a lot lined up for you we've got more interviews we've got more of the sos shows with tina the married with children shows are coming back We've got the dates planned for the monthly entertainment shows, so they're going to be hitting you at the end of every month, and a lot more besides. So please keep your subscriptions active. Until then, whoever you are, wherever you are, thank you for listening, and we'll be back again soon.